Welcome, welcome everyone. I'm Sharon, the founder of the Don't Tell Your Boss podcast, a place to be for young professionals looking to find, grow and succeed in a career they love. Over the years, I've helped dozens of listeners and clients to understand their unique skills, target careers they'll enjoy and ultimately grow in purpose professionally. And I have some incredible insights and interviews coming up to help you do the same. Now let's get into it. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Don't Tell Your Boss podcast. I'm your host, Sharon, and I'm so excited to have you guys joining me today. And especially, I think today's topic is a super important one. I can't tell you the number of times I've had clients come to chat to me to run ideas passed around like, I hate my job and I think I want to quit. (laughs) But in a lot of these instances, there's a lot that weighs on your mind before making that decision to quit your job, right? Like it's not that simple for a lot of people who especially rely on this job for an income. And if they don't work, then, you know, they can't take care of themselves. Or in some cases, you think you want to quit your job, but you're not really sure if this is a big enough issue to leave your job for, or if it's something that you can just fix by having a chat with your manager or someone. So yeah, let's get into that today. We're going to talk about how to know when to quit your job and what do you do, right, in situations where you're toying with ideas around, I think I want to quit for this reason or another, but you're not 100% sure if you should or if you should wait it out or if you should talk to someone at your office. So I've got you. (laughs) I'm going to help you guys answer that question. And I think the first thing that I want to do actually today is I want to divide the podcast into two. So we'll first of all talk about reasons that from the offset make you feel like you want to quit your job, but you're not 100% sure if there are ways around fixing this issue, you know, or helping you feel better and more stable to actually stay at your job. So we'll talk about those first. And then in the second half of the podcast, we're going to talk about reasons that are non-negotiable, reasons that even myself as an HR professional will tell you, get the heck out of there tonight if you can. I think that there are two different categories. Every time I speak to clients, I explain that there's some spaces where there's still room to just have a discussion and some of them have and now they're a lot happier and have stayed at those companies. And then there are others where I'm like, nope, 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 you don't even have to finish your story, get out of there. So let's start with reasons that are definitely valid for you to start to know when to quit your job. And by the way, in this podcast, I'm not telling you yes or no. I'm just going to give you um, scenarios that a lot of people have faced and wondered if they should quit or not and how to handle that kind of inner dialogue to make a decision for yourself. So grab a pen and paper write down if you're in the situation right now I think list a lot of these and if you find yourself ticking more than five of these boxes more than three of these boxes then maybe yes it is time to leave but if it's just like one of these things maybe there's a way around it so the first one is you're no longer feeling motivated to complete your daily tasks I think this is a big one because it is a tough one. Like nothing's wrong at work, right? It's not like you have a terrible boss. It's not like you aren't getting paid well. It's just that you're just bored out of your mind and you'd rather be doing anything but that. 
or as some people say, you're just not living out your passion anymore. Um, and that spark is completely gone. That's definitely a telltale sign of the beginnings of it's time to start looking for a new opportunity. But that being said, um, I don't think that this one is ultimately just quit. I think that you should first go through a process, um, if possible, by yourself and with your manager or whoever you report to, to figure out if there's a way around bringing the spark back into your job. So as an example, let's say you're no longer motivated, you couldn't be bothered to get out of bed, you, the job just sucks, it's boring, um, it's not inspiring, you're not passionate about it. What I would first do is kind of figure out what about your job do you find dissatisfying right now? Is it a specific task? Like let's say if you're constantly just having to call clients and you're an introvert and you hate that part, or is it the full scope of your role that's just not for you anymore, what I would do is think about then what is for you, what would motivate you, what would interest you. And maybe that's a job in another team, but in the same company, right? Maybe that is a another job in your same team, like either a promotion to a new role or lateral move. So let me give you an example. Let's say you work in a recruitment team and you're just so sick and tired of constantly looking for candidates, calling candidates, you know, doing reference checks, that kind of stuff. And instead, your bigger passion is like employer branding. You want to go to colleges and speak to students about your company. You want to go to events and network. You want to work on your careers page. You want to collaborate with your marketing teams to find more inspiring ways to attract people to your company you want to work on you know your website that isn't a sign that you should quit right you're just tired of recruiting people but you love something within that space and there's an opportunity there so in instances like that that's why I said first figure out what is it about your job that you find boring is there space in your company um, to do the thing that you that drives you that you're passionate about and then if so yeah then Start doing research on that. In some instances, you might need to level up. So let's say it's a role that's in data that you're interested in. What I would do is speak to people in that team. Ask them what they do on a daily basis to be sure, right, that that's exactly what you want to do. And then from there, ask them how they got into those roles, what courses they would recommend you do, um, if you could job shadow them. And then take all of that, like, because do the work first before just going to your manager to say, I want so-and-so's job. Uh, do the work first and do your research and then take a um, proposal to your manager and say, listen, I haven't been feeling as motivated or as driven in my current role, but I know that I can add so much more value to the company with these specific skills that I have or specific skills that I'm going to learn. And then map out your plan. I've spoken to these people in this team. I understand what the role requires. I'm keen on job shadowing them at least for like an hour a week if possible. And could we please work on a growth plan to potentially help me to get into that role? Yeah, so just try and keep the conversation lines open with your manager. I'm sure they'll really appreciate it. But I also think that a lot of the times, and this is coming from my HR perspective, it was an opportunity for someone if they just spoke up and said, 
I actually don't enjoy what I'm doing, but I can see that I can add value somewhere else. Like we're generally so bummed when somebody leaves to go do something and we're like, well, why didn't you just say something? And they were like, well, I didn't think I could. So I encourage you to do that. Have the honest conversation and go from there. You never know, especially if you love the company culture, the place is great. You have built so many good relationships. It's just that you're not motivated by what you're doing. Take the shot. Bet on yourself, right? The line to that is sometimes it's time to quit when you also feel like you're underusing your skills. So, you know, in a lot of these instances, sometimes let's say you are right now just like functioning at the level of an intermediate or a senior or a manager, but instead you're just constantly being held back um, into like a junior role and you know you can do more, but there's just no room for you to do that currently or the you know, your manager just isn't giving you the opportunities, then honey, take those skills elsewhere and get paid for them, right? You know, there's always a saying, use it or lose it. And I think especially these days with the skills and the way um, the world is just changing and moving so fast, especially in the workspace, if you don't use your skill set, if you don't keep practicing and sharpening it and being surrounded by um, intelligent people who can also help you level up, you're going to lose those skills. And then what's going to happen is when you are ready to move, you're just not going to be as um, skilled in whatever that area was. So if you feel like you're underusing your skills and you have asked for opportunities to do more and there just isn't, then it's time to go. But again, back to my point of have you said anything? Have you even showcased that you have um, specific skill sets that you're not using that could be of value? In a lot of these cases, you might end up being promoted because maybe your manager just didn't know that you have those additional skill sets or didn't see them in practice. Like you can talk about them all day, but if nobody's seen your your skills in practice, then sometimes maybe there isn't yet that kind of like motivation to put you on a task that could potentially impact clients, right? So um, my point here is if you're not using your skills or if you feel like you're being underused, you've spoken to your manager or someone in your company or team, they're not giving you the chance, then I would say pack up and go, but have the discussion first. Um, and I think aligned to that one is there's no room to grow. So if you don't see any opportunities for yourself in that company to grow or to exercise your passions, then for sure you need to start to figure out what is your next step. What does growth look like? Uh, so I always tell my clients, sure, there's no room to grow and they just immediately want to just like pack up and go. Um, hold on. <laughs> First of all, assess, right? What does growth look like and mean to you? Write it down even. If growth to you is a more senior, I don't know, senior marketing specialist role, or if growth to you just means more workload, well, or more tasks or more projects, if growth to you means working with more um, high net worth clients and you're just not getting those opportunities there, first write down what growth means to you. Um, and then start to identify, do you need to take up a course to level up as well in order to get that growth or do you need to find that role at another company but just blindly saying there's no growth and you pack up and go without knowing what growth looks like then you're just going to end up in the same situation again just with a different company 
another example is like the number of times I interview people and I'm like, why are you leaving your company? Oh, there's no room for growth. And then I always challenge them and ask, okay, what does growth mean to you? And then they, uh, 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 uh. or um, I ask them, have you spoken to your manager about opportunities to grow? And they're like, actually, no, I haven't. I sometimes send them back there. And the reason I do that is because sometimes you'll resign and then your manager will offer you that role and then they will stay at that company and I've kind of wasted all my time interviewing someone who actually wasn't ready to leave. They just wanted a new opportunity in their current company and this was a way to get it. So that's why I'm saying like push back at your desires sometimes and challenge yourself a bit more around that. But of course, if you've tried all the options and there's no opportunity to grow internally, then yes, honey, it is time to go. Sometimes in your companies, you've reached the ceiling and there's nowhere else to go. You're either the most senior now in the team or you're just, you've plateaued and you're not learning and every year now feels like the same, 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 same. Then for sure, it's time to go and look for something new. And then kind of aligned to that growth side of things is if you are grossly underpaid. Um, underpaid, it's a relative thing, but if you know that, let's say, in the market, everybody is getting paid, at least the most junior person is getting paid $1,000 a day, let's pretend, and you're getting like half of that, like $500 a day, then absolutely you're extremely underpaid and maybe there are companies that would pay higher for your skill set. Then I would say, again, step one is assess the market. Are you really underpaid? Um, do your research, understand what people with your skill level, experience level, um, industry are actually getting paid and then run your numbers. Like what would be a comfortable number for you? Just because your research says people are getting paid a thousand, is your skill level there? Is your experience aligned to that? Can you fulfill the duties that are listed under that salary number? If the answer is yes, second thing is understand the kind of company you work in. So as an example, startups may not have the budget to pay you the same as a bank that's been around for 50 years, right? So you also need to understand where you're at in terms of the company that you work for. So let's pretend you work for a startup that's relying on funding. It's only two years old. They don't have that much budget, but there's a lot of promise there, right? And you can see that they're going to take off um, and it's just going to be amazing and the company will be worth a lot someday. I would say just have a discussion with your manager again around, listen, I believe in this company. I know we're going places, but I do feel like I'm undercompensated. Um, but I acknowledge that we are a startup. Is there a way that we can work out a plan? to get me to the number that I want to be at because I want to be here. Again, if you love the company, right? Um, yeah, and then have a discussion around plans. What I, I've done this before where I've agreed with my manager that, cool, um, I'm okay to like stick it through, but in six months' time, I would like a review of my salary and based on specific KPIs that we can agree that I meet because the more I do my job well, the more the company is successful in making money, so therefore you can afford to pay me. So have like that kind of agreement with your manager. And if they truly believe in you, and if they're not just underpaying you for no good reason, then they will most probably agree to it because they want to keep you. 
So have that discussion first. But again, if your manager is just not open to it and listen, this is all we have for budget, we can't necessarily increase it, then you need to make that decision, right? Are you in the like chasing money phase of your career? And that's okay because every career like every part of your career is going to have a season, right? I always tell people you could be in the season where you're just like chasing skill sets and growth. And that means that you're willing to not necessarily earn a lot of money, but you want to just like level up, learn from people. And then that's cool. Then stay where you are and get as much information as you can and become more senior. That way, when you leave, you're a lot more attractive to the market. If you're in a place instead where, listen, this is like, I mean, I don't know, let's like for me, let's say like I'm in my 30s, this is my time to like, you know, make as much as I possibly can invest for my future and that kind of thing. Then I see the importance of rather looking for a business that would also pay me what I'm looking to earn. So again, don't just quit just because I'm not being paid enough, but understand the context, understand the market, understand your um, I hate to use this word, but like your skill level, your value within the business, have that discussion with your manager. And if you feel like they're just not playing ball and just not paying you and just kind of like pushing you aside, then absolutely someone else can pay you that, right? Because you're skilled. So move on. Um, but make sure you have that thought process again and understand where you are in your career. So that's kind of like um, the growth side. And I think linked to that one as well is that there are substantially better opportunities at other organizations. So yeah, you're, you're okay with your current job. You kind of are growing. Your salary is kind of growing. But you know for a fact that moving to another company, you would just have a lot more opportunities. Then maybe it's time to assess those. Again, it's not that simple as saying, oh, that company pays this much money and these many benefits and you know people get promoted every six months I'm out of here sure but sometimes the grass is greener where you water it um, and trust me not everything is gold on the other side from the outside it might look like that but assess where are you in your career does it make sense to make that move can your company offer you those things that you're looking at that are so glittery at the other company because if they can and you love where you are negotiate internally um, you have a lot of leverage because they know you already and you're already hired versus um, you know, starting at a new company. So give that some thought first. But of course, if you know for a fact that based off of your skill set and where you are um, in terms of like, you know, markets related salaries and that kind of thing, and you know for a fact that moving to a new company is going to give you growth, going to give you a better salary, going to give you um, the opportunity to learn from great people, just like everything about the next company is substantially better, then Absolutely. It could be the time to go. It doesn't mean you hate where you work, right? It just might mean that there is better and there is more out there and you want to grab that with both hands while you still can. So maybe yes, at that point, it is time to go. But again, ask yourself those questions because it's really important that you don't want to also just stay because you're comfortable. You want to stay because you have a purpose, you're respected and there's opportunities for growth that's why you stay. You um, don't just stay because I like these people and I'm comfortable and I can do my job with my eyes closed. 
the world is moving and people are gaining skills and it's very competitive out there. So don't stay comfortable. Always make sure that you're learning something new. Not saying go out there and constantly feel like you're burnt out. I'm just saying make sure that you're learning and you're growing. And then I guess we can kind of like touch on the ones where I would say absolutely pack your bags, it's time to go. And number one is you are burnt out and constantly overworked. I have worked with people who've even been hospitalized because of burnout, because they're overworked. And that's just not good for you, right? At the end of the day, nobody is going to be proud. You know, you know, one day when we get to heaven's door, nobody's going to be like, yeah, I worked until, you know, I was burned out. What's going to matter is how much time you invested in your family, in your community, in the things and the people that you love. So I would 100% say if you constantly are just burnt out and you've raised this to the business and nothing is being changed, you know, they're not either hiring new people to help you or they're not implementing tools and systems or they're not protecting your time and constantly forcing you to work after hours or early mornings or on weekends, it is time to go. Especially in 2022, so many companies are actually reducing how much time they work. Companies have gone to four-day weeks or um, companies are now working remotely. Companies are now introducing flexi hours. Why should you be going backwards, which is feeling burnt out, working extremely excessively long hours, um, working on weekends when you should be prioritizing your emotional and mental health, um, then it's time to go 100%. But again, if there's an opportunity to just speak, I mean, sometimes speak up to your manager and say, listen, I'm working on weekends, da, 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 da. is there any way that I can get some support and help because work-life balance is important to me? If that is still not being respected, then you need to leave. Uh, I've worked in a situation like that before where my time was just not respected. Um, you know, I'd just be told, well, everybody's only available at 8 p.m., so you need to hop on a call. Maybe once or twice, but if this is a recurring theme, then it, it didn't work for my lifestyle, um, and it didn't work for me. And I was like, I could get paid more to work normal hours and, and pe have people respect my time and my family's time, so I left. Of course, I found another job. Of course, I didn't just leave. But if you're constantly burnt out, if you're if you've ever been hospitalized for fatigue, if you're like taking medication just to stay afloat, please leave. You are more important than burning out for a job. So I would definitely um, leave. And I think aligned to that one is my second point around if you're working in an unhealthy work environment so whether that environment is toxic mentally physically or emotionally or all three together get out get out immediately make a plan and leave um once again trust me i've seen it all i've seen people and this is so sad like i've seen people end up once again on heavy medications um or fall into a depression because their boss is just so abusive um mentally verbally abusing them and sometimes and it's unfortunate people think they have to take it and i hope you're not in this situation and if you are then i'm highly advising you that the only person that it's going to end badly for is you 
if you keep on taking that abuse, if you keep on um, just allowing this company environment to just like poison you. So if you're working in an unhealthy environment or if just the culture is toxic, right? It's like a backstabbing, competitive um, culture and you're not that person, get out because there's so many environments these days that are positive that are nurturing that are respectful and you deserve that especially if you're someone that's also just a committed employee right like you're doing the best that you can of course you know i'm not saying just leave your job with no plan i know people have bills to pay um but what i'm saying is if possible there's two ways and and if you guys would like me to do a podcast about how to figure out a plan, you know, to leave your role, especially if you're working in a healthy space, let me know. But just like the short of it is there's ways you can do it. So plan ahead. So if you know, listen, I just need to get out of here. Maybe if you can start saving up money from your salary for three months, just to tie you over so that if you're looking for a job for three months, you can still you know, eat and pay your bills or start looking for a new job. And there's so many ways that you can do that just to get out. Um, please, I highly encourage that. And similar to that toxic environment is, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, it's not that bad. The question I always ask is, would you want your friends or your loved ones to work there? If your answer is no, then it is a toxic environment. Because <laughs> um, I think toxic is relative, right? Toxic to one person might be like, oh, it's bearable to another. But you also don't want to go through life bearing your job, right? You want to thrive. You want to enjoy what you do because it's an exchange, right? Like I'm giving you a service, which is I'm putting my skills into this company to help you guys grow. And then you're paying me to do that. So it's an exchange. Nobody's doing you a favor. So um if you ever feel like, oh, it's not that bad, he only yells at me once a week, or oh, the clients only swear at me once, a no. If you wouldn't want your loved one or your best friend to work at that company, it's most probably toxic and your answer is right there. It's time to start looking for a new job. Um, and I think the last one that I'll chat about is if your ethics are being compromised. So if you're being made to lie, steal, um, do things that are outside of your character and your value system, then it's time to go. And this happens to people, right? Where let's say you work in a finance team and you see something where people are moving money in ways that they shouldn't or the numbers don't make sense and you're just, you know, you bring it to your boss and they're like, oh no, just leave that one alone. Um, but ethically, you know that this is wrong and it's just a no for you or if you work in a space where you know, you have to bribe or customers have to bribe you for certain things. Like let's say you work in a company where you do inspections and companies bribe you to just say they passed the inspection, um, but it's not aligned to your ethics. Uh, it's time to go, especially stuff that's illegal. Like, no, 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 no. You can get paid to do very legal things and actually use your skill set. Um, so yeah, if your ethics and your values are being compromised, then I would um, highly recommend that you just find a new company. You don't have to get involved. If you don't want to report it, listen, I'm not saying do that. I'm saying find somewhere else to go um, and they can do that. They can handle that. Um, yeah, but like I said, it's 
not that simple, right? So I know today's podcast was a bit of a heavy one. Um, and some people are in these situations and like my heart goes out to you. And I just highly encourage you that there is so much better out there. Don't feel like this is what all companies are like or all bosses or whatever. Like not every company is unhealthy and toxic. And there's ways that you can find out for your next one, like reading Glassdoor reviews and things like that. But if you guys would love me to do a podcast on then now how to plan to leave a toxic environment or how to plan to leave your company in general, like you don't know where to start, you don't know what to do, you don't know how to brush up the CV, you don't know like how do you apply for jobs, you don't know how to even perform in an interview, especially if you've been in a toxic place sometimes, you're just like mentally drained and you're not like confident and able to perform in interviews there's ways that we can get you there um so if that's something that you guys are interested in me talking about then please definitely comment like i put this um on different platforms so if there's a comment box please just let me know and of course leave a review on this podcast it definitely helps us but I really hope that this was helpful. I hope that this has given you food for thought. I hope that this has challenged you to think about yourself, your career, where you're at, and what you want for yourself next. And if there's a loved one that you think could benefit from this, please, please share it with them. Um, and hey, loved one, if, if somebody shared this with you, hey. Um, yeah, but I'm super excited to to chat to you guys again in the next podcast but thanks for joining me today and i'll catch you later bye